Quality sleep is essential, and that's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. So you can choose what's right for you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature. Quiets their snores. Sleep Number does that. Sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on Sleep Number limited edition smart beds for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Hey, everyone. I'm David Chalian, the CNN political director, and this is The Daily DC. Thanks so much for listening. Today on the podcast... The stage is set. You may have seen on live television last night on CNN, we did in front of all viewers to see a draw of the candidates to determine which 10 candidates will appear on the debate stage in Detroit on Tuesday, July 30th, and which 10 candidates will appear on Wednesday, July 31st. The first night, as the random draw went, and it was done in three different draws to ensure both nights had a sort of even distribution of candidates according to where they are in the polls now with with Democratic voter support. On the first night, Tuesday, June 30th, you have Elizabeth Warren and Bernie Sanders center stage. They'll be joined by Pete Buttigieg, Beto O'Rourke, Amy Klobuchar, John Hickenlooper, Tim Ryan, John Delaney, Marion Williamson, and Steve Bullock. Steve Bullock, the governor of Montana, this will be his first time on the debate stage. He sort of he's taking the slot Eric Swalwell had in Miami. The other 19 debaters across the two nights are the same as they were at that first debate. Steve Bullock is the newcomer to the stage. And if you look at that grouping, on that first night, you've got this great battle between the progressive warriors who sit atop many of the polls, uh, Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren. But they are surrounded by a bunch of folks who are more moderate, significantly more moderate than they are. And some are making that moderate stance their sort of calling card in the race, like Senator Amy Klobuchar of Minnesota, certainly former Congressman John Delaney of Maryland, and as I mentioned, Steve Bullock, uh, the governor of Montana, and former Colorado Governor John Hickenlooper. All of those people have sort of made a real concern about the party moving too far left, of not promising more than you can afford, of making real progress, but in more achievable steps has sort of been the thrust of their campaign. I mean, Hickenlooper has completely criticized Bernie Sanders' democratic socialism, political philosophy and ideology. They've each sort of given speech and counter speech uh, about it. So you will see, I think, on this night, those from the the folks that are not sitting in the center, not named Warren or Sanders, a lot of attempted attacks to create moments and to create differentiation with Warren and Sanders, two folks battling it out for the progressive wing of the party. It will also be interesting to see how those two friendly left-wing senators who agree on most everything, how they differentiate themselves because they don't want to just sort of go hand in hand all the way through this nomination fight. They want to knock the other one out to be the owner of that progressive lane, of that left-wing lane in the nomination fight. So this is going to be an opportunity for them to try and differentiate from each other. I do also think seeing Buttigieg and O'Rourke on the same stage is going to be really interesting. If O'Rourke has any chance, 
in reviving his campaign, this is it. It seems that Buttigieg stole all that thunder from O'Rourke when he became sort of the hot candidate. Now, he has plateaued in the polls, and he and O'Rourke are, you know, not dramatically far apart from the polls. Buttigieg is certainly higher on average. In fundraising, it's not even close. Buttigieg was the biggest fundraiser of the second quarter. But you're going to see a battle here for who gets to continue to claim the fresh face, new generation alternative. And especially with Warren and Sanders center stage, there's an opportunity to make that a clear contrast on the debate stage as well. That's night one. Night two is the rematch from Miami from the first debate because Joe Biden and Kamala Harris are center stage. And you all remember their big moment uh, over busing in the first debate. They will be joined by Cory Booker, Andrew Yang, Julian Castro, Tulsi Gabbard, Kirsten Gillibrand, Jay Inslee, Michael Bennett, and Bill de Blasio. What I see here, in addition to that Harris-Biden rematch, how does Biden regroup? He obviously needs to have a stronger debate performance in Detroit than he did in Miami. He needs to make sure that that critical advantage he has in this race, that he's overwhelmingly seen by Democrats as the one best poised to be able to defeat Donald Trump, which is priority number one for Democratic voters right now. How does he not lose that advantage? Does he, he has to give a debate performance that accentuates that. Because if he gives another weak performance, that advantage may diminish. And it could do so quickly, sort of undermining the whole rationale of his candidacy. So there's a lot on the line for Joe Biden, but there's real opportunity here, too. Because he's going to be standing between Kamala Harris and Cory Booker on that stage. Two of the people who, over the busing, over uh, his comments about holding up his work with segregationist senators from his party as an example of an ability to work with people with whom he disagrees, the two of them, Harris and Booker, were probably the most vocal in criticizing Biden for those words. And obviously, they are the two African-Americans in the field at, at that level. And so this is this is a moment, Joe Biden standing between them, that if he has that rehabilitative moment of a better debate performance, it may even be supercharged for him because he's standing between two people who have not, who have been totally willing to criticize him. It may accentuate a potentially good night. Again, if Biden has a bad night, that could be a very, very troubling moment in the trajectory of his campaign. It is also interesting to note that in this year with the most diverse Democratic field of candidates the country has ever seen in its entire history. The random draw produced on night one, all white candidates with race being such a dominant issue from President Trump this week and everything going on with his tweets. But also race has been an issue coursing through the Democratic nomination fight. Night one, all white candidates, all the racial diversity in the field happened to be through the random draw stacked on night two. So that's also an interesting dynamic here. Remember, the debate in Detroit is going to be do or die for about half of these candidates, because when we get to the third debate in September in Houston, the, the DNC has doubled the threshold, the qualification threshold to get to the debate stage. So it is possible that in September there's only one debate. 
that there are not more than 10 candidates and therefore they will only debate on one night and on one stage and the field could get dramatically winnowed. And so for a lot of the folks you're going to see in Detroit in this second series of debates in the Democratic nomination race, it may be their last opportunity to make a moment for themselves to propel them so that they get to continue down this road in, in wooing Democratic voters and being on the debate stages going forward. That does it for this edition of The Daily DC. Thank you all so much for listening. I hope you have a great weekend and that you'll be here again on Monday. When you work, you work next level. When you play, you play next level. And when it's time to sleep, Sleep Number smart beds are designed to embrace your uniqueness, providing you with high-quality sleep every night. Sleep next level. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599. Save $300 for a limited time, only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Prices higher in Alaska and Hawaii. Quality sleep is essential, and that's why the Sleep Number smart bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. So, you can choose what's right for you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature. Quiets their snores. Sleep Number does that. Sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on Sleep Number limited edition smart beds for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com.